Okay, ladies. So all I can say about this podcast episode is that it's fucking amazing and you will be dying laughing because I was dying like whilst I was listening to this, just like pissing myself laughing. Brit and I are so funny. Like we were on the phone this morning and we were both just like, damn, we are so good at our jobs. <laughs> and um, we were just like having a moment to reflect on like, we don't give ourselves that credit of like, we are so fucking magical. And then Brit was like, we should just basically have a magazine and we should be on the front cover of it every, every month. And I'm like, yep, I'm here for it. So with that, I'm just going to jump straight into this podcast episode because it is so fucking good with Brit. Guys, do not forget that you've got one day left. We close tomorrow, MMM level one and two, if you want to join. Um, if you want to join it before tomorrow, you will then be able to come to the live Zoom Q&A call, which you do not want to miss because it'll be so juicy and you guys are going to be getting all the Italy vibes. Duh. Um, and then also some of you have already asked about the uh, next round of Queen Alchemy. There's a wait list for it that you can join so you don't miss out on the next round. And then also same with Baba 2.0, feminine business stuff, um, coaching, etc., sensuality and tying that all into business stuff. So you are making all the money with all the ease, with all the deliciousness. I'm going to put the wait list in the description. Well, Shelby will in the description so you can check that out. Um, do not hesitate. And, um, and yeah, we will see you soon. Have fun. One quick thing as well, ladies, is this was recorded mid-April when I was like coming out of Corona. Um, so it's a bit out of date, but it's still very relatively fucking hilarious. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach. And I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. I think my UTI is like, and I'm getting another course of antibiotics today, but I think it's like getting worse and my throat's gotten worse this morning and I'm like, fuck my dick. Yeah, it would be. It would like, be for sure. Oh, mum's like, suck on that fucking honey. <laughs> but mum, that's not the only thing I've been sucking on. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not really. <laughs> there was actually, an opportunity. Not, actually, not recently, not since New York. No. So, uh, so. No. Okay, okay. Um, how are you doing? I'm, I'm writing down some notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Life's good. Life's chill. Life's mm. chill. You still yeah. at the beach? Pardon? You still at the beach? Um, I, yeah, I'm still up at the coast. Amazing. Um, so what are you drinking? Water with some um, oils in it because I am so bloated right now. It's insane. Oh, fuck, I hate that. I know. Is it and like stressed, you reckon? I get so bloated when I'm stressed. A, a little bit, but I, to be honest, I would love to say it's stress, but my sister made pizzas, homemade pizzas. Um, so that's it. There's the culprit. <laughs> there's the culprit right Fucking there. Pizzas. Like, oh, this hurts. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, cool. Well, should we just jump in? Start talking? Let's dive in. Let's dive in. What should we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well... Can we please talk about love? Um, love is blind. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on that show? This is good. I hated it. <laughs> this must. This might be an unpopular opinion or verdict or whatever. I'm the queen of unpopular opinions. We're here for oh, it. 
far out. I hated it so much. It was just like, do you know what? I was thinking about this, right? I fully believe that when you are put in an environment where the intention is to find love, you will find love. Because of course, your reticular activating system is fucking looking for it. Exactly. And then like going through the episodes and just seeing how toxic people are for each other. Yeah. Like it's like they're just trying to make something fit for the sake of making it fit. But then at the same time, that's what so many people do in their relationships anyway. I know. I know. Yeah. I, so I only watched it. I heard people talking about it and I just thought that just sounds like a fucking dumb show. Like it just Mm. sounds boring Mm. um, and stupid. Um, And then I was in New York and it was when Shelby came and, and I don't know how we got on the topic of talking about it. And Shelby, Shelby was like, oh yeah, I watched it. Let's watch it. So we sat down to watch it together. And I literally remember like within 20 minutes turning to her and being like, this shit is crap. And she was like, you know what? I actually didn't realize how bad it was until I was rewatching it now. It's like a really bad show. I'm like halfway through and I just like couldn't finish it because it was just so shitty. But for me, I, I think it's, I think what I like about the show is it probably brings awareness to the fact that like, it's important that you aren't just focused on the physical attributes of the person. Um, that you can fall in love with someone's emotional intelligence and personality and it makes them more attractive as a person. I I fully believe in that a thousand percent. But for me personally, and it could just be because my Venus is in Scorpio, but who the fuck knows? I am, I really need that initial chemistry when I look at someone. Like I am a very visual person and I am just not somebody where I could get to know the person and then put aside the fact if they were like really not my type, like I, you guys know I really have a fucking type and I just, I can't go for a dude that's not my type, you know, like it just, it just like doesn't happen. Um, so for me, it's actually really important, the physical side of things. So I could never do that because I would be the chick where I may fall in love with the person's voice and whatever in the box. But as soon mm-hmm. as I would see them, if they were ugly, I'd actually just, my whole pussy would just be like shut down. I'd be like, nope, sorry. And turn around and walk back into those doors. So you're basically, what's that chick that had the long blonde hair as well? What was her name? I can't remember. She bought the shit out of me though. Married. She was so annoying. Married or engaged. I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the rest of it. The shorter dude, Mark, I think was his name. Yes, that one. That one. And I don't know if you noticed this, but her voice changed when she would be talking to the guys. Be like, oh my God, like, hi. Oh yeah. She was was not a vibe. Also American accents shoved in there, which no offense, not a vibe. Not a vibe. But then, yeah, and then it's like she has her um, interview on and she's like, yeah, and she just was like so much more herself. I was like, oh, this is so crazy. I did did not like her one bit. She was super annoying. Who did I actually – oh, I didn't mind the really like girl next door chick that – what's the name? B, B, what's the name? Bennett and – Bennett and whatever her name was. Oh, yeah. Was his name Bennett or Yeah. Okay. Um that 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 the long blonde haired chick actually really, really liked. Oh, you mean the one that had the like she was like Hispanic or something or Puerto Rican? Yeah, not that girl though. There was another so he had kind of three choices. That was it her name Rachel, the blonde haired chick, and then there was like the ex military chick. Yeah, which he which, which is yeah. who he chose. And yeah. then there was another girl that was like very down to earth, like not a fuck ton of makeup, like curly brown hair. Oh, LC. Yes. I didn't mind her from what I saw. 
Um, But all the other girls I found super annoying and it was just really interesting when, I mean, obviously it's a TV show, right? So they curate it how they want to. But what we could see, the relation, no, there was one relationship with like that really short brown hair woman and the husband or partner was kind of like a little bit redhead. They, I thought, had a really beautiful relationship. Like, you know, you don't want to talk about. Yeah, thought, like he he had like the beard and um like the fair hair. Yeah, but not the not not that rangery fair hair one that went with the blonde chick. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, she was the one that was like shorter with the long brown hair. Yeah. So what from what I can see, they seemed like well, at least I I didn't see a ton of toxic patterns between them two. No, but then she was too toxic herself and found that it wasn't enough for her. Like it wasn't. Oh, I see. I didn't watch the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I ended up being committed to the entire experience <laughs> and I regretted it, but I couldn't yeah, like what a waste of your life. It, it was actually yeah. very much. Anyway, it was interesting to just see like some toxic fun, fucking, patterns, fucking patterns. And I'm just like, guys, you think that you are in a place where you want to all of a sudden get married within married. Like, one second. Like, I know. I know. I just don't understand some people. I'm just like, I'm just like, you need time. You need to work through your shit. Like, mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah. I personally think that Love and Love is Blind show is a pile of shit. And <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that, I don't think, I think we're being really, fu- I think we're being really fucking honest. I mean, if any of you listening or Brit, if you could honestly say that there is not 1% of you that cares about the person, like the person's looks, like I would love to know that because that to me is very interesting. But I think we can all agree that there is an element of looks because it's our biology. Like we want to be, our dude needs to look like he can protect us and provide for us. And obviously if you're in a same-sex relationship, like all that sort of stuff. So I really think that like there is a big component in a relationship of a looks thing mm-hmm. 100% especially for a woman like I want a dude that's taller than me and bigger than me and that can fucking fight off the bad guy <laughs> it's all part of like it's the recipe it's like um it's an ingredient to make everything really like good but do you know yeah. what in saying that though like over the course of my time and being in different relationships that I've noticed like I had this type and what I wanted but then what I actually end up finding attractive is very different as well. Mm. So it's about like. Trial and error, totally. Trial trial and error, yes. But at the same time, it's all about the experience of a certain person because a certain person and their charisma and putting everything together, that all brings it together quite often. But there obviously still has to be that like initial attraction that isn't maybe always what you think it's going to be right totally. like you, you look at someone you'd be like mm, no and they start chatting to him you're like oh my god I find you really sexy yes yes but but we are not like yes a hundred percent because like there's dudes where you know I'll meet them and it's like okay and then as soon as like we actually start developing a relationship I'm like I want to rip my fucking clothes off mm-hmm. but there was still it wasn't like I looked at him and was like your butt fucking ugly because then that mm-hmm. would just shut me down um or like, or it was like, I wouldn't like, if you, if I was in a relationship where there was great chemistry, but every time I looked at him, I was just like, I don't know. Like, that's hmm. not, that's not okay yeah, for me. Know. That's not okay. No. But <laughs> um, each, each their own people might value other things more than 
totally totally but, as yeah. we said my venus is in scorpio so <laughs> mine is in aries so <laughs> i'm a sun aries and my yeah that's in aries as well so that's a good time <laughs> Did you see, I need to send you this video. Maybe I sent it to you already. Amy sent me a video last night of all the different signs in lockdown. Have you oh, seen yeah, it? Oh yeah, you sent it to me and I saw it the other day. It's okay. so funny. So funny. And like the Sag one. And then, cause I'm a rising Gemini. So the Gemini whole Ted talk thing, I was like, that's legit me. Then, then the, then the, obviously the Sagittarius and then my, whatever the house is that you like your working house, whatever that one is, is, is Capricorn for me. So just like all three of those resonated and like the emails he was sending of like, this hasn't been done. I'm like, that is <laughs> fucking me. <laughs> Sorry, Shelby. <laughs> legit, legit. I'm nicer to Shelby than that. But anyway, she, she does deal with me. Deal being the key word. Um, yes. Anyway, that's Love is Blind. Any other comments on that? No, basically just... Yeah, I can't. Basically, I know. I, I know that a lot of people like really loved it, but I'm really, sorry. yeah, so many people loved it. But like, I'm sorry, guys, it's a no oh. for me. It's a, it's a no. It's a fucking no. That's it's a fuck no. I see. I like The Bachelor and stuff, but mm. that was just not a vibe whatsoever. Also, I think also for me, like twanging American accents really just kind of like crushed me a little bit. So having all the girls screaming at each other in like their twanginess just kind of makes me go, well, pause the TV. I need a fucking break. Yeah. I will say though, the American Bachelor, I watched it for like one second when I was skiing and nearly vomited because of how disgusting like the the um like attitude was from the from the women that were on the program like it was disgusting so I had to turn it off because I felt I felt physically violently fucking ill from watching that show for like one second it was it was not a vibe the bitchiness between them and just the way they acted it was so fake that I actually was just like what are you doing like it was like embarrassing for them anywho okay um so I wrote down we wanted to talk about authentic business copying people's work and authentic coaches yes oh my god you are right up my alley right now hey we're always well Uh, down the same alley we're always together I can not okay why don't you start the conversation because you know that I will just take it where okay maybe it's not ready to go okay so I feel like right now is a beautiful time what's happening in business because we're really seeing people's true colors of the way they run their business, the way they shop with their clients, their, um, just like their energy, their authenticity, um, whether they really have a heart centered business or whether it's kind of driven a little bit by ego, um, Mm. especially when it comes to money and contracts and whatnot. So I've been hearing of some coaches that have been like pressuring people into finishing contracts and payments, even though they've been laid off their job and whatnot. And I even had an example. I haven't had any um, real cases, but I did have an example yesterday. And one of the girls in my mastermind had been a little bit quiet. And I was like, let me just check in with her. So I sent her a message and I was just like, is everything okay? And she actually was like, I actually have to be really honest. Like, no, everything's not okay. I've lost my job because she works at a preschool. Like obviously the classic story with what's, what's happening in Corona. She's like, I can't afford the payments. I feel so bad. Um, like I'm not going to come to any of the calls. Like I have to stop the masterminds. And, and obviously my heart was breaking for her. And in that moment, like there was two options, right? Be like, well, you signed a contract, you have to keep paying. But like, is that actually going to create 
a good taste in her mouth? Is she then going to say like Monica is an amazing coach to somebody else? Uh, no, Mm-mm. it's going to piss her off so much more. So instead, for example, what I said to her was like, I'm so sorry. And I completely sympathize with you. Let's do this. Let's pause your payments and pause the mastermind. And I will check in with you come like June when things settle down again. And all you can t- like tell me earlier. And once you have your income back, we can restart your payment plan. And then I'll send you the, re- the rest of the mastermind videos and we can do our one on one. And she replied being like, I'm crying. Thank you so much. I was feeling so bad and so stressed because I really want to finish it. And she really, she was someone that really, really needed it as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was saying this to some girls the other night in one of my circles, you don't need to start offering all of your content for free or start to give free shit to everybody. Like that's not what we're okay. saying whatsoever. An example just there, that's not what I'm doing by any means. I'm not, you know, putting pity on people. I'm just being really flexible and understanding. And I'm hearing some stories of coaches for through friends that are in other coaching groups and, and whatnot of, um, you know, people saying like, oh my God, people wanting to pull out of contracts. Um, like I'm so stressed out X, Y, and Z. And it's just really interesting because, um, the, the way these people run their business is they think it's from soul, but it's kind of obvious. It's kind of from ego. Um, and they do a very good job of painting a picture of their business doing, and I've had clients like this in the past, to be really honest, where they paint a picture of their business doing so fucking well on Instagram in terms of monetarily. Like I've made six figures this year, X, Y, and Z, but I actually know from a, like a, from behind the scenes, they actually don't have much in the bank and they don't really save and they just spend, 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 spend. Um, mm-hmm. Or they're saying, you know, I had a 70K month, but what that actually means is they've had a 70K, I think they call it sales month. So you've made 70K worth of sales, but you know, you've only, yeah, their payment plan. So, you know, there's maybe, you've maybe had 10K in the bank that month and the 70K is going to kind of come into the bank for the rest of the year. So it's just a little bit, um, it's a little bit, um, misleading. I think that's the word. Thank you. It's a bit misleading because then it's a bit gaslighty as well. Like it's yeah, I don't really know what gaslighty is because it's a new fucking term. I don't get those terms. What does gaslighting mean again? I just feel like it was the right word to use. It was just like blow it up and like make it like really like pow. But really, at the end Mm. of the day, it's actually not that at all. No, guys, you're probably going to message us and be like, "That's not what gaslighting means," and I don't really care. But that's what I I think. Actually, gaslighting might be like manipulation or something. Hold on a second. Let me actually manipulation gaslighting a form of psychological manipulation yeah boom there you aware go. it's yeah you were a group sows seeds of doubt in a target individual whatever point being is that they put out like this is what my business is doing so much money i'm making and then people hire them because people see like, that because they want like they see that as like oh my god i want my business to do that yeah I, okay guys business is a progression Business isn't you just all of a sudden hiring a coach and now making 30K in a day. Business and your coaching and anything that you do is a progression. And if you think that you're going to start to turn over 20K in a day and you think that's going to be longevity straight off the bat, I want it like, I don't want to speak this over you, but there is so many more lessons and so Mm -hmm. much more juice behind that as opposed to thinking it's all about the money. And I always say to my clients, like, we are here and I only have clients that are here for the long run. Like I was saying the other 100%. night to the girls 
right um, in the circle about um, just the whole like Corona time and how to like pivot your business and whatnot instead of pause it. And I was really reiterating, now's not the time for you to be like, gotta make money. Like, obviously, yes, you still have to make money, but now's the time of actually being like, how can I do things right now that will allow my business to be so sustainable that come October, I have people lining up at my door ready to pay me because I have supported them so much through the time of Corona. That's what I'm talking about with authentic business. And it's, it's kind of great, right? Right now because we're definitely seeing true colors of just people also in general like even the example of the airbnb chick in new york with my apartment being an absolute cow um and just basically like ignoring all my emails not giving a refund and airbnb is trying to get to her and she's blaming me now what does she claim she claimed property damage and there's no fucking property damage yeah just like all these things and i'm oh, like you know this just shows your level of audacity just, yeah this just shows level of greed so it only makes me want the money more because I'm like, mm. I do not want my money that has such good energy around it in your fucking bank account. Give me mm. my money back kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, she, like, that's been an example of that. Um, yeah, so I just feel like there's a lot of people's true colors are really being shown during this time of how they're showing up for mm-hmm. service or how they're not showing up for service. Totally, totally. And <laughs> One thing that I really also want to make mention is this is a time where you guys can really, if you feel called to learn more about new modalities or learn more about your business or whatever it is that you're wanting to do for yourself, but just because you're learning about it does not mean that you are embodied in it. Thank you very much, Britt, for saying that for me. Just because you're learning does not mean you are embodied. Embodiment comes after activation, expansion, and then embodiment. Mm -hmm. And if you try and tell me that you're a coach after seeing a coach or you're a kinesiologist (laughs) after seeing a kinesiologist or you've gotten 10 massages, I'm now a massage therapist. Excuse me. (laughs) The door is to my left. Or or you do one breathwork class and now you claim that you can do breathwork with your clients. No. And also, and also like, let's just be really honest with yourself. Like, does that feel good to have gone to one breathwork class with not the intention of I'm going to do this for me, but actually I'm going to take so, so for example, I did my breathwork class, right? And it's $22 and it was for the, it was a good faith. Like I want to do this at a really low cost for all the women. And actually like fucking hurts in my heart right now, just even saying this and for people to call for, yeah, if, if you were to come to that and you have been greedy actually is what you've done. You've been greedy and you've taken away from the class, not your own transformation, but the idea that your ego has taken away the idea that Mm. I've attended one breathwork class. Um, therefore I can now now teach breathwork. No, no, sorry. You're actually taking out the sacredness. You're taking out the sacredness of everything. And I've said this, do you remember when we were in Byron, I was saying how I would love to do, um, I really want to do yoni massage because everything that I do in my healing is really intuitive and I've yeah. like literally I've taught myself everything I know because I'm really in tune and connected yeah. when it comes to the body yeah. but then when it came to that I'm like I can't go there because that would be me really disrespecting the sacredness of this yeah. work and that was a boundary that and I've been trying to search for someone to teach me but it hasn't happened so it's just showing me that maybe it's not meant to be mm. but it's just like you can have an idea and go get something done and feel like, oh, my God, I want to do this. 
okay, do it, but actually go and study it to the depth that you need to do to be able yeah. to be a proper facilitator. Go get a teacher. Like go hire a teacher. That's what I did. I hired my Reiki chick as a teacher. She checked with her teacher that she could do that with me. Mm. And that's how I started to learn Reiki and how I started to do past life regression was I was being taught by someone that has so many years behind them of doing this shit before I, and I had times when clients would tell me about things, um, about like visions or past life things. And I would, and I would say to them, you know what, I'm going to send you to my teacher because that I can, I'm not quite at that level yet of past life regression. That is a very intense past life and I don't want to make things worse for you. So here's her number. I'm going to send, I'm going to talk to her after and she'll reach out to you and you can book in a session with her and then let me know once you've done that. And then we'll come back to our next session. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know what, when you start to unleash things in people, like, especially like if it was breath work or a healing or a body work session, whatever it is, you need to know how to be able to hold that space. Yeah. Because you're either going to anchor someone in that or you're going to help someone pull through it. Exactly. It's so important. And, and it's even- such a fine line. Yeah, even with breath work as well. It's like if you've never really like, okay, so if you came to a class with the intention of I'm going to just like take things from this so I can do it with my clients, you haven't fully been present for yourself. So then, yeah. if you have, so if you haven't experienced it for yourself, how the fuck do you think you can teach somebody else? Like this is why even in my certification, how I was doing the in-person component and um, that I've got calls in there where I'm taking the women through modalities because if they haven't experienced the modalities for themselves, how the fuck can I expect them to, t- to take somebody else through them? Cause they have to have done it themselves to kind of know what it feels like. So if a client is like, Oh, I'm feeling really trapped right now. They're like, it's okay. Keep breathing. You're fine. Cause they've experienced the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's yeah. that. <laughs> Let us leave that there. Let us park that there. Guys, you do it once does not mean that you were embodied in whatever it is. Yeah. True embodiment. We're just, we're just calling out the bullshit basically. Yeah, exactly. True it's embodiment bad. is when you live and breathe it and exactly. allow your own transformation. Yeah. Um, and also like don't copy, don't copy people's sales pages. Please. <laughs> it's just like, again, why it's not as magnetic it, this is the thing. It's not because like it hurts my ego. Like it's actually, I, it's actually for your sake. It's, it's not false. magnetic. No, it's you're like selling someone else. Yeah. And, and so, if, and if you're writing down, like we do this in this module and you don't even know how to fucking do it, like, mm-hmm. and you're asking people for money, that is kind of fraud. I, could you mm-hmm. call that fraud? Like you're mm-hmm. pretending to be something or you're pretending to offer something that you actually can't offer. Well, I wouldn't say it would be fraud. It just would be in lack of integrity because they think that they can offer it, but they can't. And then when a push comes to shove, it's just a lack of integrity. And like, that's not very, that, that would be stressful for you. Like imagine if a client then said like, Oh my God, imagine that pressure on yourself. I know. Joined a certain program to get a certain thing out of it and you can't even hold it. I know. And like, imagine if a client was like, oh, on the sales page, you said we were going to do like, let's say, um, like womb clearing. Like, how do mm. we do that? And you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, you don't like, like, what the fuck would you say in that scenario if you've taken someone else's shit? It blows my mind. Um, it, I think it's right now because there's no 
bought in coaching. So there's no like laws around it yet because it's such a new industry that Mm. people are thinking it's okay to copy, but it's like, would you want to copy a lawyer? So Mm. why the fuck are you copying a coach? Like if this is still a serious industry. Totally. It really is. Yeah. Um, But the way I see it is if you haven't, like I've said this to you before, if you haven't given yourself that your own transformation, you cannot lead anyone else through theirs. Like simple. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I make sure that before I um, take a client through a modality, I've practiced so much. Like, like for example, maybe like a good way to describe it is like, you should be able to actually just kind of it. You should be able to like have all modalities memorized in your head basically. And then you should be able to blend modalities intuitively based on what the client needs. So like Mm -hmm. I always will be on a call and I'll start off doing some sort of NLP modality and then I'll blend it with energetic healing and then blend it with fucking perspective swapping and womb activation and it becomes something else. But I can do that because I'm so like I'm so knowledgeable about each modality and then that mm-hmm. creates even better results. I'm not looking at some fucking script. I'm not trying to remember the perfect way to do a modality written from a fucking book. Um, I've done it so many times and I'm able to mold it to the client's mm. needs. Mm, definitely. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The only thing with like that is like with someone like me, who's very different, obviously yeah. to you, like I understand the need for like um, a more of a straight across the board, like everyone knows what they're doing and what you're capable of, so to speak. But then it's just like people like me who just completely channel everything, then it's a bit difficult. <laughs> I feel so easy. <laughs> like where's the like, line? Yeah, okay. This is where I feel like we need to have a board because like your channeling is – Super authentic. And it could be as simple as like on Goop Lab, you know how they were testing like mediums and they would do like a double blind, they would do like a double blind test. Like we don't know how it could be, but I feel like for even your sake, Britt, like there are people out there that say they can channel when they kind of fucking can't, or they say they're psychic when they can't, they make shit up. Um, and, and so then for your sake, you need to be protected as well because people you know, people just claim random shit. Yeah. Like, Actually, can I, can we just talk about this for a second? Yeah. Absolutely. When it comes to like psychicness or when it comes to you being able to channel or you actually asking to receive messages mm. and you want to be channeled, the thing is, number one, you have to make sure that you want to hear whatever is going to come through because channel isn't always going to be beautiful rainbows unicorn star shine like oh my god here's a million dollars like <laughs> to me especially when I'm with my clients it's like ha huh, this is everything that you're not looking at this is all of your shadow I feel it and I'm pulling it out I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear and the fact of the matter is if you want me to just be like a yes woman to you or tell you what wrong it is that fucking woman I'm the wrong woman for you but if you find someone that's a channeler that does that, they're the wrong person for you as well because that's not expensive. And no. the thing is with channel or even with coaching, with anything, it's here to pull you up to your highest good. It's not to keep you where you are. And the thing is you need to be so aware that you want to know the good, the bad and the ugly because that in itself is healing. And then that's when you start to unlock something. I've had so many people over the course of just the last six months 
and they, they'd be so triggered by something that has come through, but it come, it's came through for a reason. Mm. But it's your own ego, your own perception of not allowing it to land. And then I've had other people turn around and tell me, well, that didn't happen. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting. I wonder why. But then, yeah. and then people then impart blame to me, right? I'm, I'm calling out a, a lot of the shadow stuff that is around, like, what I do, yeah. being so transparent. But it's yeah. just like, no, it's not it at all. And, and I can say that you've always been right. Even, for example, when I was really sick and you mm. sent me a message and I woke up to it and you were like, and you were like, hey, babe, I don't mean to alarm you, but I was just channeling or you were practicing something and I came through really no, strong. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing okay. anything. I just came okay. through. I just came through like you need medical attention and it's definitely scared me. And I think that was the day that I woke up and it was my good day. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm better. Yeah. Like yeah. no need to worry. Like I feel <laughs> a million bucks. I like exercise, did a pile of work. I was yeah. like fucking vibing, right? And I was like on Instagram, guys, I feel better. Like anyway, and then the next day I fucking died again. And you were right. I, I got to a point where I filled in that online survey from like one of the online doctor centers in London and they said, you need to call an ambulance. Like it was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And obviously I went on antibiotics because I was like, I'm not going to the hospital by myself. So I went on antibiotics and that really helped, but I have to do another course of antibiotics. And, you know, I was talking to my, my, one of my mentors last night and she was like channeling for me. And she was like, um, what I see is like, you were like touching cotton. It was like you were squished between two boulders and you just slid through in terms of like some seriously bad health things about to happen. Um, and like, and I said that to you and like, yeah, you've always been right. Like for me, you've always been right. And, and I, Whether or not you wanted to hear it or not, but yes. <laughs> yes. And I think also what's important in that is I think you've also always been right because like I'm so like I'm obviously so connected and, and, and so psychic and whatever, but so therefore I really choose to honor what you're saying. And when you say something that I maybe don't want to hear, even the medical thing, I'm like, I don't want to hear that, but like, I'm going to take it on board. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and yes, you'll say like, Monica, cancel your clients. And I'll be like, ah, no, but jokes. <laughs> there'll also be a part of me that will be like, I need to listen to what Brit is saying right mm. so um especially when you're sick because I can't channel as well when I'm sick obviously nobody yeah. can um but the thing is as well you don't always have to take it doesn't matter who you come across as a channeler it doesn't matter who you come across as a tarot reader you do not need to take everything as gospel yeah, you no. make it your own information and you do with it as you wish yeah. I'm only here to show you or other channelers are only here to show you what it is that you need to look at and what it is that you need to really bring forth to allow that space for you to actually be in that next level because that's all we want for you we're working with yeah. your higher self exactly so that's your higher want. self wants this yeah. and if I tell you don't have sex with xyz or whatever <laughs> it's like listen to me <laughs> I always say when I'm when I'm channeling with somebody when, when I'm I always say like their eyes are closed and I always say when I'm when I say things um, whatever pops into your head straight away in regards to what I've said is like, correct. Take that. And anything that doesn't resonate, just write it down and you can put it aside yeah. for maybe later. But if it doesn't resonate, do not worry about it kind of thing. Mm, totally. Right? Oh, actually, oh, something just popped up. So I remember I, um, in the early days, I did this channeling for in the early days, in the early days, I did this channeling for this chick and, um, 
it resonated big time. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so on point. And then she showed her friend and her friend turned around and goes, well, that's something that's almost like for everyone. Oh. No. This is what you need to know. A good channeler will make it almost a universal message because if you need to hear it, it's going to be something that you need to take on. There's still yeah. specifics in everything. Like, like I, I know I'm able to channel like what your freaking work is without mm. even knowing a damn thing about you. But the thing is the messages per, like or what comes through, they're good because they're universal because it's for the masses. It's for yeah. the collective. It's yeah. for you to reach into that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... I understand what you're saying and I totally like yes to that. What I try and do is I try and make it, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a very visual person, so I'll really try and describe what I'm seeing. So even for example, when I was doing it with someone else, it was like I was describing, I was like there's almost like these empty Russian dolls lining up behind you. I feel like you're in the middle of a highway or some of this picture and there's like black behind you, like you've left it behind, these empty Russian dolls, like empty shells of yourself of that, yeah. that you've healed. And she said she was crying and she was like, oh, my God, like something about like her grandma had just given her before she passed Russian away dolls. these Russian dolls. And yeah. so that is like this the the specifics but yeah but but the universal message in that would have been and everyone could tune into this or most people could tune into like leaving shells of themselves behind during corona time so they can come out the best version of themselves yeah 100 percent. there is always a specificity like you will always resonate so deeply because there's always something exactly for you but if someone else listened to it they'd get something from it and that's what it's about yeah yeah um and also like I mean, I always kind of all say to my clients, like if you've got a friend or a relative or whatever that doesn't fully get the psychic channeling stuff and they think it's bullshit, you have no obligation to tell them about it or show them it because you don't want, like they don't have to prove anything. That's okay. They don't have to believe in it or whatever. Um, well, it's not really a belief thing. It's just like a fucking fact. Well, um, and, but what's really important is like, you don't have to prove anything to them and um, they don't have to validate your desire to want to get this kind of guidance whatsoever. Cause I'm kind of at a point, I was saying to a friend yesterday, I'm kind of at a point where I've done all the coaching and a lot of the deep healing stuff. I'm now someone that's wanting to work with intuitives and psychics to see what the future holds and how I can make sure that I get there without basically burning out and getting fucking sick every month. Um, and like what I want to, I want to find out what I'm really not seeing that's blocking me from my high, from an even higher version of myself. Um, so I just feel like it's important to also address like that if your family isn't into this sort of stuff, that doesn't mean that you don't have to be, you do not Amen. need to tell them about it or show them about it because you don't want them implanting fear into your mind and making you second guess because you do not need to second guess this shit. I used to second guess and it was only when the first time I heard a name, I was doing past life regression and I heard a name that someone called me that I'd never heard the word before. And I, it was cool. It was Jezebel, right? I think I'm going to message you about it. It yeah, was yeah. in Aspen. It was Jezebel. And I said to my coach, I was like, what the fuck's a Jezebel? And she was like, oh my God. And she was like, Google it, Monica. So I Googled and it was like a prostitute witch 
type of person. And, um, and that to me was like that moment of like, holy fuck, all these words and all these messages that have come through my head since I was a little girl is not me talking to myself. It's not, I used to think that God was talking to me. It's not me talking to myself and me being crazy. It's actually me getting messages. Mm. And so I feel like for a lot of us, sometimes in order to really believe we have to have either a channeling session with somebody where they pull out specifics and you're like, how the fuck did you know that? Mm. Um, so your mind to be a bit blown. Cause that's what really mm. helped me for my that's mind to be a little bit, yeah, for my mind to be blown and then to mm. be like, okay, this I'm shit listening. is fucking real. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Um, I remember the first time I had a psychic session with my psychic and she was like, are you very fiery? Cause I'm just seeing you on top of a mountain with like just rings of fire around you. And I was like, <laughs> she knew nothing about me at all. And I was like, okay, I like this woman. <laughs> I love that so much. Anyway. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. I wanted to say something, but I completely forgot now. So oh, anyway, remember I'm... it, bitch. Oh my Hopefully. God. You titled your name, bitch tits. <laughs> Yeah, mate. <laughs> I just, I actually have looked at that multiple times, but it didn't fully register until now, I think, because I'm used to you being bitched it. Just always saying bitched it. It was so funny because I was, um, I had a coffee Zoom date with Assy last week. Yeah. And I was like, jump on in like 10 minutes, bitch tits. And then she jumped on and like wrote that she was bitch tits. I'm like, what is this? Oh my God. So you both had bitch tits. That's so funny. Bitch tits one, bitch tits two. B1 and B2. <laughs> oh my god, of course, of course. I need to change my name in your phone to bitch tits. Yeah, that would be great. Yours it's is kind of insulting that it's just Brit right now. That's so insulting. Yeah. What's I'm my modified. Name? Um, well, what is yours? Yours, at has, the moment? yours has a has a crystal and a like a like that gemstone thing and oh. the witchy like psychic thing behind it. Yours Wait. is well Oh my god, is- we're the same. <laughs> I love how we have the same emojis. Yes, that blue crystally thing in the yes. witchy, like, like the, whatever the crystal ball. Crystal ball, thank you. Oh my god, that is so fucking weird. Um, but also not even surprised. We are so in tune. Like, like what was it yesterday we were talking about? We were texting, and you were like, "I, I was just about to fucking say that." Brit tits. I, I mean, Brit tits. Brit, no, bitch tits, not <laughs> Brit tits. Yeah, mate, it's Brittany Biarch. Oh, no, I said butch. Bitch. <laughs> you have butch tits. Yeah, thanks. Wait, bitch Very tits. Bad. I can't get my words right. What? Huh. Oh, my God. I just, I opened the back of the, your contact. It has the picture of my throat. Your tonsils. Ugh. So feral. What, what was it that we said yesterday? Oh, um, oh, sorry, having three convos at once because we were talking about sex. Oh, someone's phoning me. Just decline that. Um, no, you were talking about sex, work, and productivity, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, we had three different conversations." That's, cl- that's yeah. classic me, though. Was it you was on the phone with, or was it somebody else? And I'll be like, "Okay, how are you?" And then you just like, "Was it you?" Yeah, and I was just like, "Of course, you're a million miles an hour." Yeah, <laughs> and I don't, I don't like. I think it was, I think it was you, and you were like. No, maybe it was Olivia. I think my have been Olivia. We were talking and I will, she's like, how are you? And I'll go on my rant and I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, it's okay. But this is happening, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, anyway, how are you? And she just burst out laughing because she was like, I love how you like won't even give yourself breathing space to like digest that. It's just like, boom, how are you? Like, had yeah. my moment. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> you pivot, 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 pivot. 
and you et toi literally <laughs> legit um so fucking fiery man um I need to make sure that I don't have I don't conceive a child in March or I'm gonna have fucking sag babies and I just don't know if I can you do can't. that I think you could deal with maybe a Libran yeah not a cancer no, um not a cancer. definitely not a cancer. actually yeah oh wait go on go on I saw something and it was like cancers and sages are good mixes. And I'm like, that's fucking factually incorrect. That's a lie. That's, that's a, straight a fucking lie. lie. And that's a that's, lie. I've tried. That it is work. like fraud, basically. What? That's what? fraud. That's fraud. That's incorrect yeah. information. <laughs> <laughs> but actually what I wanted to talk about is yeah. speaking of fire, because I'm in Aries, which means it's my birthday month. Yes, and happy birthday. Thanks. It's not until next Saturday, but anyway. Okay. It's really sad because I can't do anything for my birthday. <laughs> and as a fire sign, that fucking breaks our hearts. Girl, I'm okay. Whoever follows me, you already know this, yeah. but I am a sun, um, <laughs> so, oh, far out, fire sun, fire moon, and air rising. So I'm Aries, Leo, Libra. And that's extra as fuck. And we, I just, yeah, we, we have the same combo, don't we? Because I'm Gemini rising, which is air. Yeah. And then so I'm double Sag fire. and moon and sun are both Sag. Yeah. So we're double fire air. And I just was like, I want to have the juiciest of margaritas for my birthday with all of my friends and just get so freaking lit. Can we and get drunk via Zoom? Yeah, we're going to have to. You'll have to like order some... I don't know what even the ingredients are to margaritas, but we need them. So let's we'll all, all have make like margaritas. <laughs> yeah, let's make margaritas and we'll sit down on a big Zoom call and we can all like dance and just like get really drunk. It'd actually be quite funny. It'd Imagine be- if we're all pissed and I'd be pissed at 9 a.m. in the it, morning. Yeah, I was about to say, you'll be pissed at 9 a.m. <laughs> that is going to be amazing. I'm so here for this. Yes, count me fucking. I will go and buy a bottle of Casamigos. Wait, 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 guys. Can I just say how much Monica has changed? It was only about eight months ago that she would only, like, we would go out and order margaritas and she would order herself a non-alcoholic cocktail. Seriously, I used to hate being hungover and now I've just figured out the perfect hangover cure. And I've realized for me, like, so wine, I've, I've, I've drunk wine a few times in the past couple of months and it makes me quite hungover. And oh I feel God, super so disgusted, even just from one glass. I, I feel get like hot. Like I get yeah, like, I feel terrible the next day. But I can drink a bit of tequila, and as long as I have my hangover cure, I've actually was it's fine. What I've actually realized that mm, mm, what I've realized with my little like just trialing it since when did I start really drinking again? I started really drinking again like January, mm. and what I've realized is um, no, I would say. Yeah, December, January, um, is that if I drink in really good energy, then I don't really get hungover. But if I drink, like, for the sake of drinking, if I don't want to, I'll get hungover. So I just kind of really monitor. It's like, do I want to drink? Do I not want to drink? And then as long as I actually want to drink, I have a good time. And tequila, um, I don't feel shit the next day, especially Casamigos because it's really good quality. That also makes a big yeah, difference. It's always uh, having a good quality of everything is a good, yeah, like such a difference. It's just like having a good quality coach and a channeler. If like, yeah, all the exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we yeah, we definitely are doing margaritas and I will get drunk at 9am in the morning just for you. Oh my God. I it's going to so need to blessed. be, it'll have to be, a... if it's Saturday night, that's well, Saturday morning. That's okay. Okay, because it is like my birthday is next Saturday, so it'll be next Saturday yeah. night. 
Because I can't do a Friday morning. I can't then get on with clients after having like three margaritas. No I wouldn't want to put that like kind of yeah. bullshit. I don't, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise it's really good once I should actually share my hangover cure. People are going to want to know, obviously. Um, I've really, really nailed it. So obviously water is really important. Um, uh, really? Magnesium glycinate, like lots of it. Vitamin C, activated B vitamins, um, have... Um, a little bit of fat before you go to bed, like a spoonful of almond butter or whatever, it like gets your liver going. Um, L-tyrosine, um, gut right from ATP, turmeric, fucking key, turmeric. And I think that's everything. Okay. So that was like the most Monica-esque <laughs> hangover cure I've ever heard of. <laughs> Guys, I tell you what I do. I just drink a, a, a glass of water before I go to bed and have a huge glass of water next to my bed and then tell myself to harden the fuck up and then we're good to go. <laughs> I, I don't like feeling hungover. I will not drink. If I'm afraid, of, excuse me, my biggest fear is actually being hungover. If I'm, afra- if I'm afraid of being hungover, I like can't drink. I'm like, I'm too scared. So it's oh, like, okay. Yeah. Okay, can I tell you my worst hangover story ever? Please. It was when I used to live in Canada and oh my god me too what is it about fucking Canada seriously it's the altitude because I started working for this place and they're just like in our um induction they literally spent quite a bit of time just saying guys just make sure if you are going to start drinking here only give yourself two drinks start to ease yourself into it because I kid you not your hangovers the next day will be the worst thing in the world. Anyway, yeah. I met this chick. We went out for dinner and we had like the most nicest dinner. We shared a bottle of wine and then we went over to um, the staff pub and we got like maybe two beers. We were plastered. Oh, so plastered. Good. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, okay, maybe a little bit. But anyway, the next morning I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Like I actually thought I was going to die. And I had no food at my home because I just moved into this unit and the closest town was 45 minutes away. I had nothing. And so I had to go to the staff um, kitchen, to the staff, I don't know, we called it the bean. And the whole way that I was walking over there, I had a T-shirt that was touching my neck and just the feeling of the T-shirt was making me need to vomit. And I was like having to pull it away from me. And so I was like walking up the stairs and because of the altitude, oh, it just dehydrates you so much. It's so bad, yeah. It just has so much more alcohol in your blood. And oh, fuck. Uh, like even walking up two stairs was like, this is how I die. Like, yeah, take well. me. I'm done. It was horrible. And then, yeah, I, yeah, it was just horrendous. So, guys, if you go to Canada or anywhere high altitude, just be aware of that when it Seriously, comes to drinking. hangovers are <laughs> bad like high altitude um yeah you know what for me it's like when I would drink even when I was in Aspen and I would go out for a few drinks like if because of the altitude and whatnot and the dehydration the next day like we'd all be on the um the chairlift going up and we'd actually be like let's just put this bar down because our balance isn't up to scratch right now (laughs) and as you're skiing it's fucking scary skiing when you you're hungover no because like, you your really balance no is off, like you're not as fast with your reaction. No, you know what's even fucking scarier? Going up to one of the bars at the top of the mountain, having a few glasses of Verve, which is like champagne, and then skiing down the mountain, a little bit tipsy, 
dumbest thing. And like, I basically straight lined the whole way down. I actually thought I was going to fucking die. Oh my God. It was so fucking ridiculous. Anyway, my worst hangover would probably be either a U12 time that I can't even remember because it was so traumatic or um, <laughs> suppressed that one. Literally suppressed that. Um, there was a couple times. Oh, yeah, actually, I would say there was one time. Okay, this is a good story. There was one time in Canada where I was with my boyfriend. No, he wasn't my boyfriend yet, but then he became my boyfriend. And oh yeah, so I made these. Speaking of homemade pizzas, I made homemade pizzas for us. Really good ones, right? There was I don't like, know if like, anyone knows about the pizza story because you weren't <laughs> recording before, so. Oh, okay. So you anyway, wait, it doesn't matter. It? Okay, whatever. Okay, so I made these homemade pizzas, and um, and we then went to this. I I said to oh fuck, what was his name? Ed. I said to my ex. What my ex's name? I don't even remember. <laughs> he blocked me on Facebook, so whatever. Okay. Um, he 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 said. I remember saying to him, "Well, at least we have leftovers for the next day. Like at least we have pizzas." And then we went. I w- I was I drank a lot. And like a lot of vodka. And then we went to this house party. All I can remember is like, I can vaguely remember arriving at this house party. And then I can vaguely remember sitting on the toilet. Don't ask me why. Um, And we were at this house party and it was really fun. And I was obviously drunk off my fucking face. And someone slammed my fingers in the door and broke my fingers. And I didn't remember this until the next day. And then, and then I remember someone handing me peas and I poured the peas all over my hands. There was peas everywhere. And then um, I, was, I was hysterically crying. I remember, I kind of vaguely remember crying a lot. And so Ed and my friends that were with me, because it was basically like all guys in this house. It was like, it was three women, 14 men which I was all fucking about, obviously. And so they were all like, okay, let's just get Monica home. Like she's fucking dying. And then somehow I'm a size 10 in shoes, right? Somehow Ed fit my fucking feet into a size six, a size six (laughs) shoes and got me home. We go to sleep. I remember nothing still. The next day we wake up and I was so, I actually thought I was going to die. And I remember th- saying to him, well, at least we have pizza. And he was like, do you not remember last night, Monica? And I was like, <laughs> no, what? And he was like, you, we ca- you came in and you were flicking all the lights on and off. <laughs> Disco, Disco. <laughs> Legit. That's what I was doing. Lights on and off to try and make a disco. And then you, got, you went to the fridge and you took out the pizza and you started like ripping up all the pizza and eating bits of it and then just like throwing it. <laughs> You were an animal. I like grabbed you and we just like went to bed. And so there's no pizza. And I actually, I remember just being like, what the fuck? Cause I don't remember any of this. Like I remember none of it. This is all through a story. Um, and then me and one of my, one of the girls in the house, we shared a bathroom and we both were grog bog chicks, not vomit. <laughs> so in the morning, it would be like a race to who would go to the toilet first and do their oh, grog bog. The other person didn't have to like fucking substitute in it later. It was it was so much fun though. Like if I could go back and do those three months again, I would. It was the time in my fucking life. Seriously, that was. The I'm best. so happy for you and your grog bog. <laughs> I'm definitely a grog bog chick. I've never vomited, even though I've been so I've been so plastered so many times. I've never vomited. So, guys, this is cacao and combos, and it's for spiritual enlightenment. <laughs> and let's get really I drunk. Never on <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. Anyway, um, 
Any last, any last party words? If you got that, any last party? Any, it's not 11 a.m. I'm like Kermit the Frog. Seriously, any last departing words for me, bro? I had to wake up really early this morning at 9.30. So, you know. What time, what time are you going to bed now, Monica? So I tried to go to bed at 10 o'clock last night and then I got very sidetracked, which you know about. And then... <laughs> So that didn't end till like 11 and then I had to phone Madeline because she was like, please send me screenshots so, <laughs> of like my conversation. And so sent her screenshots because like she also needed some action. And then, um, and then I was talking to, and then we had a fucking, and then I was trying to finish my client emails to send out their notes. And then we had a fucking blackout in like our area. And then of course me and my amazing survival skills, I'm like phoning dad and the fuse box wasn't working. I'm like, oh my God, there's no electricity. My phone's going to die soon. And then I was stressed about that um, and trying to like figure that out. And then I got to bed at 1am. <laughs> so yeah, I'm doing okay. better. I got into bed at 10, which is great. Mm. As opposed to getting into bed at great 1. Great intention. Great intention. Love that. There was, a, there was like an intention there, but you know, a blackout happens. So I couldn't help that. But you know, I'm trying to not be so on the witching hour anymore. Okay. Well, what, respect. Respect. Yeah. Well done. You There's can have a nap today. Yeah. I'll have, <laughs> I'm not tired. I'll, I'll be fine. I just need to like I need to look after my throat today before I get these antibiotics again. Anyway, mm, definitely. Any last departing words, bitch tits? Um, yeah, actually, in this time of what's going on in the world, I just want everyone to really realize and hopefully you can anchor into this and find a bit of safety that this is all for a really beautiful reason. It's actually going to be a huge cleansing and a rebirth for how we do life again. And it's going to allow us to reprioritize what it is that's true to us. Mm. So in moments of you feeling fear or if you're feeling really scared with what's going on or maybe your reality is completely changing, I need you just to really know and trust that you're going to be okay. Mm. And that's all I'd like to say about that. That's beautiful. It's really grounded. <laughs> oh, really good. I love that. Yeah, that was really nice. Thank you, bro. That was like we, we were on like such a high, like, a, like as in like a good high and you just yeah. like brought us down and closed us off. That was like Amazing. such a lovely message. You're welcome. P.S. Find me on Instagram. It's bitch tips. Oh, yeah. oh wait, no. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> Ding, ding. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's Britney bitch. It's Britney biatch. Yeah. Well, guys, it was a really nice grounding message. So just like reverse <laughs> and just re-listen to that and then finish the podcast. But yeah, oh, find me at its.britney.biatch. Oh my God. You're so funny. I saw a picture of a dog cuddling a baby today. And I was just like, man, this makes me more. I said it to my mom and I was like, I, re- I said to my mom and I was like, peanut would do this like a thousand percent. My cousin's having a baby and I sent it to her and I was like, can you please make sure that like, oh yeah, you give your I posted baby that peanut? today. It was like a what? like brown teddy bear and a baby yeah. was like oh, a dog. Did I take that from yours? I probably did. I probably Maybe. saw it from anyway. yours and then sent it to some friends. You're I welcome. I sent it to my cousin. Yeah, no, thank you. And was like, <laughs> I want your baby to be wrapped up in Peanut's arms. Because, like, Peanut would actually do that. She's such a fucking love bug. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to have a baby. No, Kate, I can't wait to have a baby. But I can't wait to have a baby at the same time. Peels. You know what I mean. Peels. You know what And I mean. on that note. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <Peace. laughs> okay.
So there is a sneak peek into my amazing friendship with Brit. And a lot of you guys asked like how I met my soul sisters. I've actually met every single soul sister online. So there is power in meeting people online and I am not against it. Um, I think you can get all the vibes through online and yeah, that's it. Like I have some of my greatest friends I haven't even met in real life yet, which is amazing. So the vibes are there even through the phone especially when the two of you are just decent, fucking amazing human beings. I hope that you loved that episode because I fucking loved it. It was just like fucking hilarious. Please share it and tag both Brit and I in it so we can both repost it and say thank you. Um, And don't forget to check out all the links in the description of joining MMM, Magic Money Manifestation, for all of your magic money manifestation needs. Level one is that intro with like healing all of your shit around money and learning how to manifest. And then level two is that next level of once you've grasped all of that, hitting those next level manifestations, taking you up and up and up in money, in vibes, and in all the goodness. Um, Queen Alchemy, the next round is starting, I think, July, same with Baba. Um, Baba intake actually starts in June. So make sure that you're on the wait list for these things so you don't miss out because when you guys send me messages being like, oh, I missed out, it's like, well, I do notify you guys. So please make sure that you're on these wait lists and that you like favorite or like star or whatever, however the fuck you do it. My inbox, not my inbox, my... um my email so you actually get the updates and any questions send us an email hello at monarchyates.com.au and sarah will get back to you well thank you so much for tuning in i hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode i would be really really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate hopefully five and if you could share this podcast so that i can help more women live a life of flow and ease i would be so fucking grateful make sure you tag me in it on instagram so i can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 